Y empezamos. Gaia Luna here with you guys. We're back. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Chosen Tribu. This is Bella Wolf. I have to say three episodes. I'm proud of us. Me too. It's, <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's so proud of You know us. why? Because it just, we've been planning this for the last like year. Not only that. That felt like a decade. Everything always happens. Porque el diablo es puerco. But here we are by the grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. And the first thing I want to say is Dallas <laughs> Jenkins. What's with that title? Hey, bro. Bro. <laughs> Do you remember the times we're living in right now? What's with that title? Honey, look, I love the Lord, but Jesus loves the little children. Dude. It sounds like this. Jesus loves the little children. It just, it sounds creepy, dog. It sounds I just really don't. creepy. I personally... <clears throat> I'm not with it. It could have just been Jesus loves the children or Jesus and the children. Jesus and the children. I think that would have been way better. <laughs> I think that's the title. That that should have been the title, dude. Immediately, stand-up comedy comes up to mind. <laughs> and you, you know what I mean? You just see all these... Stand-up comedy, uh, Family Guy, um, dude, uh, really? American Dad. I mean, what doesn't come up to my head yeah. when you say... Jesus love the little children. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, that. Bro. I'm sorry. No disrespect because this is one of my top favorite like episodes. Yeah, I really enjoy this episode as well. I, I think it has I a lot it. of really good information. <laughs> but it's the name I saying. would not. But having said it's that, not my show. <laughs> having said that, let's just get you know to it. In this show, it's gonna be called Jesus and the Children. <laughs> Jesus and the children. We're gonna put it here as Jesus, as Jesus and the children yeah. because oh, we really don't like I that just, title. My brain cannot fathom <laughs> if that's how you yeah. pronounce it. The first thing I'm gonna say: this is the first time that I see hashtag not my relationship goals. We'll get into it, but oh my god, this episode makes me feel powerful and emotional and so happy. Like, it has taught me so much. I'm sorry, but I just learned how to be a mother in this episode. <laughs> and I'm not a mom. I don't have kids. I don't have kids. And I love that. I'm in love with that. So, this episode starts with Jesus praying and talking to God. Mm -hmm. That was so beautifully human. I just... It makes me feel that it's okay not to be okay, which is a mm -hmm. phrase that's been going on a lot lately. And it's something that everybody needs to see so that they can relate and they can be like, oh, I don't know, this whole show to me is being like, oh, it's okay. I love this show. This show has makes me feel so much better about my past. It has made me feel so much better about being human because as humans, we're not meant to be perfect. And it's okay not to be perfect. I love to see Jesus cook. I love to see Jesus make fire from scratch. He doesn't need to go through all that trouble. He can just throw a thunder and make his fire. He can just make it like, and there was food, and there was food. No, he just goes through it the same way that we do. He wants us to relate to him. He right. wants us to know that it's okay and it doesn't matter. He yeah. loves us the same way. 
I really enjoy the accuracy that it has. I think it's very important to remember that he was both human and God, but that didn't make him any less human. Jesus was the perfect representation of the type of relationship that you need to have with God the Father. Just how in that scene, you see he's kind of troubled. There's a heaviness in his prayer. And it's not a heaviness where he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I know that. But it's more of like, okay, like, give me the strength. Give me the will. Give me what I need to get through these things. What I really admire is you see that Jesus never runs to the disciples. Jesus never runs to his mom. No. No, no, no. He runs straight to God. I try to, I don't always do that. You know what I'm saying? But I try my best to always like run to God immediately because I know he's the one who's going to have the answers. He's the one who's going to provide me the strength. He's the one who's going to fix it all pretty much. So I really, I don't always do that because I'm a human being. But I try my best to be like, all right, here, God, here it is. And I I adore that. I adore that this is one of the things that they highlight because it's so important to do that, to take your troubles to God, to take your anxieties to the Lord. Plus, he had a really, really heavy burden. Like, he knew, like, a what? He was when he was nine like years at 12, old, at 12, at 12 that he, like, he already, mm-hmm. he knew that he was going to die at a specific age and how he was going to die. Mm-hmm. So just imagine how heavy that was. <laughs> I mean, I think he died when he was 13. 30 something just think about that for a second he already knew that at 12 it must have been really hard and really heavy in his heart and he didn't went to his mother mary he went to god to his father just so that like he could lighten a little bit that burden because there were things he needed to do before that but that death was probably if not the one most traumatic death in the entire history guys mm-hmm. that was brutal like brutal i want to touch on the he cooks for himself for all you machistas out there thank you living large having your high not do everything for you amen get it together please (laughs) do something with yourself i mean unless you're fully providing for this woman and she has nothing else to do but serve you i don't understand exactly i don't don't get it either i don't get it i don't know i grew up in a household where my dad cooked the most my dad did the breakfast every single day. That's great. And I'm not saying men have to do all this crazy stuff. I'm just yeah. saying, like, bro, every once in a while, you can yeah. do it for yourself. Help it out. Help Look yourself Look at Jesus. Out. What would Jesus do? Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Like, imagínate, you're out there, whatever, without your wife. Te mueres de hambre. No, like, <laughs> see? See? Like, you gotta figure it out, man. <laughs> I, no, and, 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 and Bella tells me stories sometimes that I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So they'd rather just die, die? of hunger Seriously? than go and serve themselves because the food is already made. They don't yeah. even need to make it. No, because you're not putting it in the, in front of them. Ridiculous, <laughs> for real. No, okay, she just Sorry, knocked her notebook. <laughs> yeah, like, guys, come on. And right now my brother pick up cooking and I'm like, ah! The men of my family just getting on with it. I love that. You know that saying in Spanish that says like, al hombre se le enamora por el estómago. It's the same for us, guys. I love food. I love you food. You know, it's funny because obviously I grew up in a Mexican household, so there's a lot of machismo in my culture. Whew. 
And it's very normal to me to serve a man. I don't find it like, why am I doing this? I'm just like, this is just what we do, I guess. But someone that I was dating, (laughs) one time we were hanging out and he made me food. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, what are this? You know, I've never had a man cook for me that's interested in me. That was crazy to me. And yeah, it was so insane. That was crazy to me. And I was like, wow, this is... This is, and I, I spoke to him about it. I was like, this is kind of interesting. And he was like, this is what a real man does. A real man just gets things done, whether that's cooking, whether that's cleaning. Where, and I was like... It's self-sufficient. Well, be damn. Women Correct. are taught to be self-sufficient and men are taught to just work and wait to be served. And that, that was crazy to me. Not him though, which was nice. I know. That was a nice change. And he's all he's actually Mexican. So I was <sighs> very surprised, number one. But also, it brought a lot of joy to my heart because I'm like, okay, not all Mexican men feel like I'm the guy, so you have to serve me. And you we have need, to do yeah, it all. We need to remember that there is a little bit of everything everywhere. Right. That includes men and women. It just woman. gave me hope. I was like, right <laughs> on, guy I it's used to date. <laughs> in my household, my dad cooked throughout the week. My mom cooked only on the weekends and it was a thing that didn't matter who cooked nobody served nobody it's like food is ready serve yourself it didn't matter if it was someone invited no it's like you don't have hands no you serve yourself you know like i cooked i went through all this trouble do you also want me to be your servant no guys that's how i grew up seeing my dad and my mom share responsibilities take care of each other in that way i think that was very very beautiful that is it should be like that we should put the exact same amount of effort in the relationship and mm-hmm. it doesn't only has to do with chores it has to do with loving each other and what Bella was teaching me this week I didn't know there was a love language oh the love languages five what? love languages guys figure it out there do you your go. research <laughs> Figure your love language out. I promise you it's going to help you with all of your relationships. Yeah, I mean, look at this. One of the things that I love about seeing Jesus just cooking and doing his chores and everything is not only how meticulous he was with it, it's how disciplined Mm -hmm. he was. That was, wow, Lord, send me a man like that. And dude, the patience? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'm annoyed to do my chores. But sometimes when I'm really into it, that's exactly how I look like. Like Jesus doing his chores it's like peaceful and I can think better and I feel amazing I'm like oh my god looking at myself being self-sufficient I used to always feel like oh I have to do this and now that I'm more mature whenever I have to do something even though it's not something that I that I want to be doing I realize like I need to do this because it's loving myself it's like putting myself first like cleaning I never like to clean but I do it because I understand that my mind is not going to be cluttered if I see a clear space i'm able to think better and that's loving myself and it's having having a checklist and checking stuff out it Mm -hmm. also helps your mind Mm -hmm. i love kind of helps you organize things completely so now i just think about that i'm like dude i do these things no they're not the most fun but it does show that i care for me that's important because caring for your temple and when i mean your temple means your own skin Mm -hmm. this is a gift god gave you it starts from the very bottom of your hair of your head and if you believe in the chakras like i do it start from that seventh chakra up to the first chakra and goes down to your feet you have to take care of this entire beautiful gift god gave you that's important and that also includes your mind and your mental health guys Mm -hmm. and your heart so let's start just making a list about prioritizing your temple 
much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continuing, we start seeing who is the that first child. God, please give me an opinionated child like Abigail. I love Abigail. She's one of my favorite child. Do you want to take this one away? Because Abigail is a lot like you. <laughs> she's a lot like Dead. you. <laughs> um, she's pretty witty. She's pretty cool. She's very curious. And I really enjoy seeing that. And I, not only because I'm a curious person, but I've also, like, I have my friend Shamini, who I love very much. And whenever I spend time with her, she's exactly like Abigail. She'll ask me all these questions, right? And I think yeah. some people get overwhelmed by getting asked so many questions. Just how Joshua interrupted her and was like, don't. You don't ask you know? people how to make money. <laughs> I feel like my cousin has told her, like, don't be asking her so many questions. And I kind of reacted like Jesus, you know, kind of like, but she's building relationship with me. She's not asking me because she's trying to, you know, some people just ask because, I don't know, they're not really interested. They're just, they just want to know the chisme yeah. kind of thing, you know? You need to be careful. Correct. And when Shamini sits down and asks me all these questions, I truly feel like she just loves me and she just misses me and she just wants to know how I'm doing and what's going on in my life because I'm her friend and she wants to keep updated. And it's such a beautiful, like we shouldn't get upset or annoyed with people. I mean, be careful, obviously, because yeah. again, some people just like to know shit to gossip about you. But if you feel that genuineness, understand that that's part of building relationship, knowing each other, asking these questions. What do you like? What don't you like? What do you do? When do you do it? It's just curiosity of like, I think you're I cool. I want to know you. Yeah. I like you. I want to get to know mm -hmm. you. That's very important to build up a relationship. Exactly. Because you cannot build up a relationship if you're not asking the same questions, if you're not trusting that person, if you don't mm -hmm. feel comfortable around that person. These are things that you need to go through. But in order to recognize these things, sometimes you need to heal from a lot of your traumas in order mm -hmm. for your body to be open, in order to understand these energies that are coming towards you. Are they good energies? Are they bad energies? Even Jesus tells Abigail the second time she visits him, she doesn't come alone. Mm -hmm. She actually comes with Joshua the Brave. Yeah. <laughs> Joshua the Brave. And he's like, you were smart to come with Joshua the Brave. And he also says, you kids need to be careful because there are a lot of bad men there. They don't even know they're in the presence of God in right. that moment. But, you know, it's the thing that even he says, like, you have to be careful because not everybody in this world is going to have, you know, your well-being as a priority. Correct. Like Bella says, sometimes they just want to gossip about you. Some, sometimes they just want to know where they can just grab you right, and mess can, you up. Correct. Where they can push your buttons. Like, yeah, or manipulate can... you. That mm -hmm. exists too. How many men are out there that they seem like the pillars of the community? Why are they always pillars of also, the community? <laughs> I, I just want to say this because I, th I mean, <laughs> I understand the concept of it and obviously they're not going to go into detail because that would, it would yeah. be ridiculous. But when he was like, be careful, there's bad men out there, but I'm not one of them. Like, <laughs> you also need to be careful because that was God. That's one thing. Correct. But I wouldn't trust if a person comes <laughs> to me and be like, you need to be careful about these areas because there's a lot of bad men here, but I'm not, I'm not one. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, you're the one. You're nice the bad to guy. see you. <laughs> I'm just going to run like my life depends on it. Right. I don't like don't even dare to follow me i have a knife <laughs> yeah i listened to murder podcast so the other day i was listening to one that talked about how there was a girl who lived in a gated community that had like one of the most known security and they broke into her apartment and they were trying to like rape her and i don't know possibly kill her and she ended up getting out of it and the guy left and so she locks the door he comes back and he's knocking and he's like hey i'm the security guard open the door like some guy just jump off of your balcony i'm trying to help you oh. out it turned out that 
that the security guard was the guy who assaulted her. Oh, no. So just mm. be careful. Be very aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Just pray for a lot of Lock discernment. Lock your windows. Lock your doors. Yeah, well, that too, <laughs> yes. But pray if, for a lot of discernment. Be, you know what I mean? Keep all these things in mind. Understand that not everyone is trustworthy. Some people are very manipulative. We don't live in the same times as the Bible. And I'm sure there was a lot of manipulative people in the Bible, you know? Of so, course. I mean, the world is never been a peachy place. Mm-hmm. I mean, God destroyed the entire world in the times of Noah and he completely regretted. I'm there. I'm and that's where I'm at in the Bible right now. I'm reading the Bible, guys. I'm really excited about that. I bought a whole thing, a Bible, a journal, all of it. I'm really excited Hala, about Hala. this. So, yeah, one of the things that I noticed, like, God regretted creating us. Like, he saw the bad, and then he was like, let's give them one more chance. But he knew it was going to get the same, probably worse, which is why now he's just leaving it to us to seek him, to be better people, to actually get closer to him. And not everybody's going to make it at the end of times. Not everybody. And that's something that you can also, like, you don't need to read the Bible to know because the stories have been going on for centuries since Jesus. So just be careful because God knows that you know your heart can desert you your mind can desert you and one of the things I don't know maybe it's because me and I watch a lot of like murder and true crime like podcasts too and YouTube videos and one of the things that I would have thought of first is like uh, how long has it been since I locked this door and how possible it is for that fast without me screaming for my help for that guy to jump out the window and the security guard to actually make it inside that room you are not gonna fool me yeah and she was gonna open the door but she was on the phone with the cops. So again, just really, it's not about having all this anxiety and never doing nothing with your life. It's just understanding and being self-aware of these things so that you can take care of yourself. Exactly. You come first. And once you get the handle of yourself, Mm -hmm. then you can open yourself so easily towards a lot of people. Just leave it to God and he will help you. Okay, so we got Abigail. I, I love Abigail. I feel that Abigail represents Mary Magdalene. I feel like this kid somehow represents the apostles, and oh, I feel okay. like Abigail is that's really cool. They sort of like that's I like the way that. I saw it that way, and I'm like, yeah, I feel like Abigail represents Mary of Magdala. Like she seems to understand Jesus' message better. She is the one who just like went out and just talked about Jesus, and even brought more kids towards him. She also like she seems to understand the message of Jesus better than the boys, and she doesn't even go to Torah because women were not allowed. <gasps> What a scandal. Um, what a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> and then she also, this is something that you don't know up until the very end of the episode. She knows how to read. And you see in the second episode when Mary was trying, you know, when she was uh, leading her Shabbat and she was trying to read the paper and then uh, Barnaby was like, oh, if you like, I can read it. And she was like, no, my dad taught me how to read. And that was like, oh. <gasps> That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like that's not even, that's even something that people wouldn't even expect for a woman in those times to know how to read. Right. You know? And I feel like she is the representation of Mary of Magdala and then these other kids because I think there are six or seven kids there and they also like represent in some sort of way the apostles. Like for example, the kid that at one moment they're talking to Jesus because he got in trouble for pushing someone that was really like getting in his nerves and they're talking about, oh, eye to eye 
guy and he's like, no, 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 you guys need to be peacemakers. Like, you guys need to be better because you guys are very special. And he says like, well, God also loves revenge. Like, leave it to him. Like, just be a peacemaker. Ignore it. God will love that and he will definitely avenge you. That kid, I feel like he in some way represents like Simon, <laughs> you know, and that's how it goes with the rest of the kids. The very little girl who gets scared for no reason. I feel like she represents Rima. So I'm really excited about that because I saw it. I'm like, oh, I see what's happening. One of the things that I really liked about Abigail is that you see that she's a very obedient child. Like when she wants to go out and hang out, her mom continuously tells her, don't go swimming. And she's always like, I know mom, like she... She's yeah. on it, bro. Yeah. She's yeah. on it. She's like, why do you keep insisting? Yeah, Obviously, she's just I'm not like, going to do it. Yeah, and she's not rebelling or nothing. She's very obedient. And I don't know. I just really, really enjoy watching her. She does get a little bit way. irritated because there is a moment where her mom is telling her and she kind of interrupts her mom to say, yeah, I know. And her dad is like, uh, don't interrupt her. It's like, oh, yeah. sorry. I feel like and that was more apologized. of the, I feel like that was more of the excitement of like wanting to see Jesus than her being like, she's just oh, like, just tell me I yes, please. Like, I you know saw, what I mean? I saw her irritated. Like, I understand. I don't need to, I'm not going swimming because it was about okay. her going swimming. She oh, was like, true. yeah, I know. So I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my shorts very early and on second supper, can I go? Yeah, <laughs> true. But she doesn't yeah. get super, it doesn't overwhelm exactly. her. She's it doesn't like, overwhelm. Yeah. yeah. She's just kind of like, okay, fine. Like, I know. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very important because when we obey God I feel like people are very like you don't want to go to hell or you don't want bad things to happen to you that's why you obey God and at least in my relationship I realized that I don't care about that I I mean obviously I don't want to burn in hell but my reason to obey God is simply because I love him yeah. you know and I feel that she was obedient because she just she loved being in that presence you know and even with her parents like she was obedient to her parents because no matter what they were saying to her she loved loves her parents and to me yeah. i'm like oh that's so cool to be obedient out of love is so different from having to be obedient out of force yeah i completely agree with what you're saying because it was something that i do relate that from when i was younger because i feel like it was forced on me and i had no saying in anything that had to do with religion or what i was following on the rules that were yeah. upon me and even outside religion i felt like there were a lot of things that, that were forced on me but now i feel like it's genuine like for the first time I feel how genuinely I love Jesus and guys my life changed and I will forever be grateful because I'm so undeserving and that's the more reason why I'm so grateful about it I want to read Matthew 18 uh, 1 through 5 because I really do admire that she's so curious and I obedient I love her curiosity so much so it's at the time the disciples came to Jesus and asked who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven he called a little child child to him and placed the child among them and he said truly I tell you unless you change and become like little children you will never enter the kingdom of heaven therefore whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me that's beautiful so it's like to have a childlike heart for Jesus I love that so much because the closer I get to God and the more I build up my relationship with him I feel that that's exactly how I feel. I feel like I'm his little daughter. I'm his pressure little daughter. I feel renewed. I feel so alive. And Amen. every day just makes me want to live even the more. And that's something that I haven't felt. It's been a long time, guys. And it feels amazing. 
You know, one of the things that I really like about Jesus is how patient he is with those kids. That scene when the kids are praying the Shema and Jesus' face is like so proud. He's mm -hmm. the most proud dad ever. <laughs> His I'm, face makes you want to hug him. It just warms me up. It makes me feel fuzzy. I love how he's like, okay, Abigail, I love that you're bringing more people here. And <laughs> he's like waking up to these kids all looking at him. And he's like, wow, you guys couldn't wait to have half an hour more. <laughs> I love his sense of humor. And he's like, oh, hello, Abigail friends. Hello, Joshua again. And he's like, well, it's fine. You guys can stay, but you're going to have to help me do some chores. That reminded me every time I woke up and it was like, it's cleaning day in our house. <laughs> you're like, dang. And we were like, oh, but you know, we used to open every window and every door yeah. and put some salsa merengue yeah. and just clean with music. And it was amazing. It really made you want to like do shorts. And these kids were doing shorts with him. These kids weren't only doing that. They were learning. I just love the patience Jesus have to actually teach and, and, and answer all of these kids like uh, questions. Like the kid who was like, is your dad rich? And he's like, did Abigail told you to ask yes. me? I, I <laughs> and he looks at Abigail and he's like, no. <laughs> Just because Jesus came with a purpose and he's determined to fulfill it does not mean that this man did not have a personality, y'all. Thank like, you. And you I know? love his person. I mean, I don't know 100% if that was his personality, but the actor is nailing it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. To me, he is because it's the fact that I'm laughing at his jokes, but I'm laughing with a fussy heart like, oh, damn, didn't he just say that? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it feels that way. It feels really good. And I just love the way he just like the personality he's representing. I feel like God was definitely prepping him for this character because this is not the first time he plays Jesus. I want to touch on the subject that you were saying where he's asking him like, oh, is your dad rich? Society focuses on on being wealthy yeah physically like having a house like that's a the car success. having a yeah and god focuses on being rich spiritually yeah and i want to go over proverbs 11:28, which says those who trust in their riches will fall but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf material things i understand that obviously we need a roof to live under i get that we need you know like car to get from a to b But we won't die without these things. Jesus didn't have a house. He literally... Yeah. The kids kept asking him, like, where is your house? Why don't we have nomad. a home? And he was like, my home is many places. Mm -hmm. And I love about that question that he's just like, is your dad rich? And he just laughs and says, like, that's a question for another time. He doesn't brush it off. He doesn't get mad. He doesn't get irritated. He's right. like, I will answer that, but in time. And I love that because, yes, his father is the richest man, you know? And like the, the richest person ever and everything like, that exists correct. and we still haven't discovered but at the same time that's not what's important exactly so that's why it's like it's for another time because yes but no but yes you know like <laughs> oh my god and one of the things that i love there is a part when they're all talking about this kid getting in trouble because he pushed someone that was pushing him there is a moment when they're joshua the brave says to jesus it's uh like rabbi i don't remember the name of the rabbi he mentioned it's like oh 
oh, this rabbi is telling us that, oh, you're telling us, he says, you tell us to be Gentiles, but rabbi, I don't know what, is telling us that the Messiah is gonna be a military leader. And I just, I mean, yes, Jesus gets like, okay. I love how he composes himself. He thinks he's answer first. Like my dad used to tell me, think twice before you speak. He always used to tell me that because I used to speak my mind like nothing and I didn't care about the words that was coming out of my mouth. I didn't care. About, and I love how Jesus just stops and he's like, he doesn't talk bad about this rabbi. He's like, this rabbi is a very smart man. Like he even lift him up. But he says, but sometimes smart men lack wisdom. And then he goes by reciting a verse of Isaiah that I didn't write down, so I don't remember the exact words. Guys, you have to watch this show. This show is just eye-opening, heart-opening, soul-opening. Like, it makes you want to read the Bible. I mean, I bought my first Bible in 20 years, maybe more. The Bible is not only God's word, it's your history and your past. And it's important to know this things yes it might have some like moments when you're like whoa you know like some plot holes and stuff that's not important the message in there is important that's all you need to go through and not everything is gonna resonate but when something resonates wow it's gonna put you in a meditation analyzing it in ways that it's gonna change your life and your soul and your heart so I invite you guys to watch this show, but I also, also, also invite you guys to read the Bible. Very this, important. This episode actually has a lot of scenes where it's just Jesus by himself, which is really yeah. cool because you kind of see how he maneuvers and moves when he's alone and not around other people, how he's taking care of himself, what you need to be doing like when he gets cut. I love that part when and he gets he, caught and he's healing. Like, yeah. again, first of he all, can be like, be gone. Number one and first and foremost, holistic health. <laughs> no, no honestly but, we wanna we're gonna learn how to make yeah. our own like you know uh i'm trying to study menjones. this y'all i'm trying that's to, how we call it i'm trying to save the money to become a holistic health practitioner all right uh yes. let's move on i really like that because it shows that he's taking care of himself like he's he's making the time to take care of himself i think sometimes we get so busy because i have a job because i have kids because i have this because i have that and you need to stop you need to slow down and you need to take care of yourself. He even stretches, if you see in the scene. He's kind of doing yeah. a little bit of exercise. I love that. Mobility. This is good for your joints. Like this is, it keeps your body healthy. It keeps your brain healthy. And again, to all the men out there, he takes care of his hygiene. I bet he didn't stink. Sorry, that's a big issue yeah. with me. He did wash his, yeah. He, he washes, washes his teeth at he one his moment. He, he washes his, his face. He washes his feet before yeah. he go to sleep. Like, that's the way they took showers in those days, guys. I don't know. How beautiful. No, because you I'm see it on the first episode also when Simon also goes inside the house and, and before he, he and he washes his feet before he leaves or before he goes in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hygiene, guys. Yeah, I like me so metrosexual, man. Not this nasty barbarian. Like, are you a pig? Or are you human? Are you a caveman? <laughs> Bruh. For real. Bruh, honestly. Like, hygiene I don't is get loving it. you. Exactly. When I see a man that, that stink, I'm like, you don't love yourself. <laughs> you should go home and love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I love about RuPaul. 
He says, like, if you don't love yourself, how the heck you're going to love somebody else? Or how, how is anyone going to love you? someone else going to love you, too? If you don't like you, I mean, why if would that's anyone phrase, else I like haven't you? seen RuPaul Drag Race in a while. But I love that he says that at the end of every episode. And that's so important. Mm -hmm. Love yourself first and then go out and love people. You're going to see how people are just going to gravitate around you. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, guys. Also, loving yourself is not just like, you know, I'm going to treat myself. No, loving no. yourself is dealing with your with your crap. Loving yourself Everything. is... Yeah, is really digging deep and like taking out all the nastiness. Not only the outside and the physical, the soul and the mind and the heart. Mm -hmm. That's loving yourself. And you're going to see how the more you do it, the easiest it gets and the better you feel. It's just the way it makes you feel. That's why if I'm in Puerto Rico, I shower like two, three times a day because of how hot it is like it's nasty humid hot guys but i've been living here in la and you know when it gets really cold i shower once a day but when i shower i shower before i go to bed because i take all the nasty of the day the ambience we're living it is contaminated get the day off your skin and it's a work in progress i go through depressive episodes and i've literally gone through phases where i don't shower for a week because i can't even deal with life i can barely i just cannot handle any Thing, the basic things to do I'm just it literally debilitates me and it sucks but just try just try I no, try and I don't always succeed for me. but just try yeah. you know make it a routine when I go take a shower sometimes I feel so clustered in my mind and actually most of the time I like to pray and be like thank you because of this beautiful skin you gave me this temple you gave me I'm cleansing it I'm taking care of it and then I go like please help me better my health put everything and all the products I actually should be using in front of me so I can better take care of this make it a routine make it a ritual make it a habit it's gonna feel amazing i mean honestly at this point i go and take a shower because of how i feel afterwards like i need to feel better so i go and take a shower every time i, I feel like i need to feel better i go and take a shower even if i had to do it more than once a day for sure there's this verse it's first corinthians 10 31 and it reads so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all for the glory of god and to me, if I'm feeding my body healthy food, I'm glorifying God. If I'm exercising, yes. I'm glorifying God. Taking showers, I'm glorifying God. Because I am taking care of the beautiful gift of having a body. He's given me this gift of being a living miracle, this temple. And by taking care of it, I'm worshiping him. Yeah, lately I've been trying, but I always, you know, my brain, I'm new at this, guys. I'm new. Don't 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 hit me um don't judge me <laughs> i tend to forget i'm like every time i go to sleep gaia i need to remember to pray before everything and i keep forgetting every time and then this morning i was eating my cereal and i was in such a hurry that i forgot to pray before i ate and i'm like tomorrow is a new day no it's... i te veo como mi mama praying for everything y yo al ladito, like really <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> i would never take it that far i would never take it as far I'm because like, when i'm hungry you, Jesus, i'm hungry move on here it's like Thank you, Lord, for this food and estos alimentos that you're putting right in front of me. Just bless every ingredient of them. Bless you, every part of it so that they can work in my body the way they need to work. Amen. Let's go. Food in my stomach. <laughs> you know, I would never take it that far. I'm sorry, but when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So, yes, I mean, this episode pretty much ends on... I do want to talk about how when he kind of... He gives the children an answer, but he doesn't give them an answer. He's just like, that's for another time. I 
think it's very important to remember that in your own walk with Christ, God doesn't reveal everything at once. And he, he says that in the show yeah. at some point, which I think it's very frustrating for us at times. Yeah. But dude, imagine if you just knew everything. I feel like my brain would just explode. If I can barely handle the information I have now. No, yeah. imagínate, güey, me muero. Me muero. No, yeah, o sea, honestly, I think it's a blessing explotó. that we don't know everything. Trust me, it's a blessing when you don't know everything. So to be frustrated is almost... It just defeats the purpose. So I think it's very important to remember that when you're... Getting um, desperate. Yeah, like when you're in your journey or whatever you want to call it, just be very patient. God is going to reveal what he needs to reveal to you when the time is perfect. He has perfect timing. He knows exactly when to reveal the information to you. I've been reminding myself that a lot lately. I'm like, girl, take a deep breath. His timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. Why are you getting desperate for? And how it's not you, the time. If it's not the time right now, it's not the time right now. How you were so. speaking in a previous episode, it's important to go step by step. Yeah. And so if we knew everything at once, we'd just want to skip right through, take the shortcut. I would. Yeah, and you know we wouldn't I mean? be and ready. And then correct. when we get it to the end game. It doesn't build you the way it's supposed to. Yeah, you know, like the journey and the, every step of the way is preparing your soul and your mind and your heart for what's next. Mm -hmm. But like Bella just said, if you just want to rush through it, you're not going to be ready because then you're not doing the work that's important. You know, you need to be on a specific mindset and your soul needs to be very very like protected by the shield right. of God and sometimes we just like the shield of God comes in pieces too you need to be careful don't rush through it no hay prisa don't be in a hurry you know just be patient don't ask for <laughs> don't ask for patience and I yeah. will not stress that enough do not ask for patience yeah. just try to Take a deep breath and remember his timing is perfect Correct. and whatever you're going through is going to help you for the next step. So if the next step hasn't come is because you're not ready yet. Right. Even if you think you are, trust me, because in my journey, there are moments when I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. God, give me the next step. I'm ready. And then it's like, boom. Oh, yeah, I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's happening a lot. Just talk to him. Even if you don't hear him, talk to him. He just wants to know how devoted you, how much you really want this. I think that shows that it's so important to live fully in the spirit aka like in the moment yeah because when you're living in the spirit and you're just receiving that information at the moment and just focusing on that you're not thinking about what's happening in the past which already happened so you can't change it you're not anxious about the future yeah because you're literally just living in the spirit living in the moment getting that message and working day. with it day by day mm -hmm. yeah there's a verse that i wanna but i need to look it up hold up she goes through all these verses and i'm like <laughs> Mm, I can't wait till I get Let's to see. them. So it's Matthew 6, 34, and it reads, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Exactly. And here's another one. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, it's a really good one. There's Philippians 4, 6, which reads, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That is one of my 
favorite verses wow. of all time. This is a verse that I constantly meditate on and I constantly go back to when I'm anxious. I mean, not all the time because my brain, but for the most part, I try to really like, Bella, remember this verse. This is what God says. This is the truth. Remember your truth. That's important, you know, mm -hmm. like that's why it's also so important to read the Bible because it's a great guidance, guys. It's an amazing guidance. And yes, I mean, the more you read, the more you understand, the more your brain just kind of falls in place. It's like when something like those kids games that they need to look for the specific shape. And that's how your brain in the Bible. I don't know. That's how it feels for me. It's like your brain and your Bible and then it's finally the pieces are falling in their actual right shape. You know, we've talked about how like people have told me I'm wise and you've even told me this that you feel like I'm a wise person. A very and, old soul. Yeah. And yeah. I've, <laughs> I've literally sat down and thought about this and like thought like why do people think this? And I honestly... <laughs> I think it's because I read my Bible. Yeah. Because all the information that I talk about or, you know, when I'm, when I'm like talking about growth or speaking about dealing with your stuff, I know how to deal with it because of what I read. Not because I'm just like, oh, ah, like, <laughs> like yeah. revelation. Not all, you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you know, like I'll read this and a lot of my wisdom literally comes from God's word. So it's not even mine. It's God's. There you go. It's 100% God's. God speak through us. You know, Absolutely. and um, there are moments where sometimes even you can say something, you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. You know, that's God speaking through you. And the closer you get to him, the better it gets, the more often that happens. And he's never negative, guys. He's yeah. always like, whoa, what's yeah. that? I mean, it's not always like rainbows and butterflies, y'all. Oh, trust like, me, there's not. suffering in there, but it's not it's not bad it's it's a suffering that has they're, has purpose they're parabolas i don't know how to say that in english but it's all meant to be interpreted but it's meant to be interpreted for you and only mm -hmm. you and like i mentioned before yeah sit down and talk about how you interpret mm -hmm. this and you're gonna see how many different interpretations maybe someone gets the same interpretation yeah. and if someone gets the same interpretation as you maybe that's the person you should be talking to I really enjoy working out because it helps me in my spiritual battle. Sometimes when I'm dealing with things spiritually, I get very overwhelmed and I'm like, I don't want to do this because all I feel is suffering and I just can't and why? But when I'm working out, I also suffer. I go and then I come back home and then I'm sore for like freaking never. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the heck, bro? But then when the soreness goes away and then I start seeing, you know, like getting cut, getting butt, I'm like, what's up? I'm ready for this. And that just seeing that physically allows me to when I'm going through my spiritual. It. Yeah. When I'm going through my spiritual battles, I'm like, dude, if my body who's going to die one day can resist suffering for a better purpose, my soul can resist by far you know what i mean like i feel like you know how you say like calota yeah i feel like that's how my soul is <laughs> yeah. gonna be my soul is hell above like, dog do you see how above is like my yeah. soul is calota heck yeah <laughs> i'm above soul what's up a very very buff soul no such mine mine looks like an amazon right now <laughs> so it's only gonna get better <laughs> my soul is an amazon yeah. heck yeah Oh, that's beautiful. But it's cool. But yeah, so the last part where Jesus is making Abigail toys. <laughs> I 
again. I'm smitten. I'm smitten <sighs> by. Let's start with there is not mentioned in any moment that she reads. Mm -hmm. He knows that obviously it's God, it's mm -hmm. Jesus. And he's just looking at it and he's so proud of what he's made for her. But yeah. you don't know what he's making for her. You have no idea what he's making for her. Right. And he just takes a piece of wood and then he starts writing on it. And you're like, hmm, interesting. And then comes the last scene. Where Abigail just goes back, like he even knew she would go back mm -hmm. alone by herself. She was not gonna find him because he has to go. It's time for him to go. And then Abigail goes in and then she sits down and she starts reading. And he basically says like, I don't only come for the rich. He's coming for everybody, guys. Rich people, poor, poor people, people. It doesn't matter. And middle he, class. All I have to say is that that toy that Jesus made, Abigail, is better than any Fisher Price. <laughs> it kicks in the butt any any fisher price out there i'm not kidding not even i had a complex toys like that no i had really like i had a lot of barbies i think i had like a barbie car and maybe like a barbie dream house maybe i i'm not even i'm not really oh i had one of those life-size barbies i had a life-size barbie she skated but that's because they only bought me hers because i was, was an only child and i knew how to rollerblade when i was 12. Mm. Mine was a ballerina one because I danced ballet from the moment that I was oh three gosh, years old so cool. till I was 18. So I had a, like a ballerina so cool. real size Barbie. That is super cool. Yes. That sounds Ugh. awesome. Anyways, I have to say like the smile on Abigail's face, how excited she was for reading that, for knowing that that toy was for her because it says there in the note, it was like so beautiful because at the beginning she's asking what he's making and he's like yeah wealthy people like fancy stuff and she was like my family's not wealthy and for him to actually made her a toy like a whole badass toy again fisher price do not compare they do but like i mean it doesn't matter right because the show ends right there yeah but imagine coming home with those all what those are toys? It? Yeah. And I'll be like, why are you talking to strange men? <laughs> I feel that she might have kept that a secret too. Perhaps she just left it there. very complex. That's I true. feel like she left it there and then she just, then she just went there to play with it. I yeah. mean, it's irrelevant, but... <laughs> exactly. It's just, you know, the el detalle. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's just beautiful, uh, I have to say. I just feel like I can't... Eat, I mean, obviously, my mom loves me very, very much, you know, but... I got daddy issues and I can't even like the fact that a father takes that kind of time for their child to me is so like how cool is Jesus. Yeah. And then she goes on with her little doll named Sarah and her little doll now has a pesebre, now has horses yeah. to ride on. Wow. And how beautiful those oh my horses. Gosh. I just went riding horses. I am Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling mom, I want to go and check for places around here and go yeah, ride horses. It. Yeah. It's so much fun. I love it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the thing that I forgot at the beginning is that this episode is very important, guys. Because this episode is also referring at one moment about Jesus going to visit Mary of Magdala. And this is the, the episode that tells you and confirms to you that she was the very first recruit. Because he mentions her first all the time. He mm -hmm. also always mentions woman first all the time i mean praise god, god. is a 
feminist. He's a feminist guy, so I don't understand what, what's with this like sexist machismo. I don't get it. And it's not all of you. We're not targeting all of you, right? Yeah, it's not everybody, guys. We know there is a little bit of everything everywhere. You know, we know this. We're conscious about it. Mm -hmm. Don't scream and to at you, men, doing comments. a lovely job. Oh, bless you. Yeah, I bless mean, your heart. Bless your soul. <sighs> bless your life. May abundance just flow. Amen. But yeah, I mean, I love when he mentions it's like because uh, one of the little girls asked him, um, where were you yesterday? And he was like, oh, I was in town helping a friend. And then I chose her and others to follow me. And then they went on like, it's just your friend. He's like, oh, she's my friend now. There is more to come. And I love how he's like, they're asking this like, but what if they don't like you? And he's like, well, many won't. Yeah. Guys, many won't. And I love when they also ask him, are you dangerous? And he goes, to some, to some others not. To you guys, definitely not. That's just right. so beautiful that he's conscious about that. And guys, that goes for everybody. You cannot please the whole world. Right. You cannot go around and try to make everybody like you. Not if, everybody's gonna like you. If you're living in your purpose, doesn't matter who likes you or not. It, it doesn't matter. Live your life. Exactly. Just forget about the rest of the world. Whomever is meant to be in your life will gravitate towards that. I mean, look at us. We're not everyone's cup of tea. No. And the way we met I'm and we cool became friends, we were talking about that the other day. Mm -hmm. Like, we would be like, what? Woman? Like, because, oh, we were watching a movie, like, A Walk in the Clouds. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, you know, the main character, the guy, he just married this woman. And then the next day went off to war. And we're like, you just meet a woman one day, marry her the next day. And the, like, we cannot fathom that and that's exactly how our friendship was yeah <laughs> we literally yeah i think definitely god brought us together this podcast has brought us together because i think that the way i guess the way that we are in our friendships is very different and we require yeah. different needs completely so i feel like if we weren't doing this our friendship wouldn't be as strong most definitely because yeah, <laughs> yeah it just would be like i just know who you are i think it started more like oh yeah we're gonna be business partners mm -hmm. because i mentioned to her that i wanted to build up a podcast and mm -hmm. she was like oh <gasps> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, we just exchanged phone numbers. I was like, oh yeah, business partner. Mm -hmm. In my head, I, I guess that's why we just clicked so fast. And then out of nowhere, we just became friends. It's because that's part of this podcast. Yeah. Just sharing building our experiences, building our relationship, you know, getting inside each other's minds. Not a hundred percent because this is something that right. happens little by little. There is still a lot I don't know about Bella. Mm -hmm. Same. Bella, it, there is a lot Bella doesn't know about me. Mm -hmm. We're just learning, you know, and by learning about each other, we have realized we're so different. Like, guys, Very. we are like water and oil. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We're like yeah. water and oil. I don't know who's water. I don't know who's oil. Right. I feel like it's just so beautiful how two people that are 100% and completely different can still get along and accept each other. And there's a lot of, right. I don't agree with Bella. And there is a lot she doesn't agree right. with me. But we don't shit on each other. And sorry, I just said a bad word there. Felt right. We just accept each other right. and we move on because we can also not pretend for everybody to be exactly like us. Mm -hmm. Opposites attract. And we agree on the most important thing, which is Jesus. That's true definitely and that's what's most important and that's not how it started no not at, <laughs> at all because she was like all about jesus and i'm like i'm agnostic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like okay we're clear on that okay like, we're on. clear on that perfect like, let's move on <laughs> you're like i don't talk about jesus i'm like well i'm still gonna talk about jesus <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're like, that's fine. I'm like, that's okay. You know, because that, that was one of the things about me. I like to accept everybody. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter who you believe in. What's your religion? You know, that's fine. If that's what fills you up, that's fine. And mm -hmm. now I understand the difference. Because there is a huge difference when it, it's about God and Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know? And now not we religion. do this podcast and not religion, guys. It's about being spiritual, not about having rules. At this point, you know what's right and what's wrong. Se cae de la manta. No te hagas. Exacto. Eres o te haces. No. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, bueno, accept each other and then listen to that person because even if that person doesn't believe in the same things that you do, you can learn a lot from that person. Absolutely. And also know God is everywhere. God is even on the most unholy of situations and things. You just need to really look. Use your eyes. Imagine how boring it would be if we were exactly the same. Oh, no. I, I would, would be, be like, if, <laughs> no. I'd be like, what the heck? I gotta go. Yeah, I feel the same way. I so wouldn't just, like to be... It doesn't be... challenge you. It doesn't... I don't know. You see, like, Bella is like the pepper in my life. She sits in my life. <laughs> That's how it feels. Pepper is a little bit spicy, you know? Yeah. And there you, know, you I go. Like the spice. That Mexican. I don't know what I'm... Mm. What am I in your life? Why am I the pepper? Because you're all spicy and like your personality is like that. It's like colorful and they're peppers of different colors and they give flavor and like hot and, and like sweet and like it's everywhere. I feel like you inspire me so much to tap into my feminism and really truly understand what it is to be a woman. And I see you like live your life and really, really, really enjoy being that. And I just love that. I and I see you, and you're you make sure you're okay. Yeah. You make sure that you're you're doing your stuff. Like you make sure that you're all right. And I admire that so much because it. I want to be like that. I want to be more tuned into like my womanhood and understand like what it is to be a woman and what I do bring to the table. Yeah. And 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 I don't even wear makeup, guys. It's not about the no. makeup you're wearing. No. It's not about how you take care of your hair specifically. No. no. It's, it goes much deeper than that, I think. And it's mm -hmm. funny that you see me that way because I never felt myself very girly or very womanly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's nice to be seen that way. Thank you so much. You're going to make me cry. Don't cry. <laughs> I can be very llorona because I hold it up too much and then I just explode. Yeah. I have to stop doing that. Okay. But yeah, I like to take care of myself first because in my case and the way my brain works, mm -hmm. when I'm fuzzy, I can't even like understand the words that are coming from another person. If, and if I don't do that, then I'm not helping that person. Correct. So I rather just take care of myself first and be myself okay. And I start noticing when I get irritated. And it mm -hmm. happens a lot with my parents, like with my mom and my brother. And I'm like, oh my God, I must be around to have my period because I'm very mecha corta. Like, I would explode for anything for the littlest thing. And I'm like, I need to go and meditate and pray. Because I'm not okay. And I need to control this a little bit better. And honestly, I feel a little bit better today after that clary sage. My mom actually uh, bought us um, this clary sage, which is an oil. And it's supposed to really like, it's it's called, actually one of the things I read is called Christ's Eyes or something like that they call it. And it's like a woman wonder um, oil. I'm still learning a lot about it, but it helps you sleep. It helps with period cramps. It helps with so much. It's like a 
powerful oil That's and cool. this is found in asia nice i'm I, asian yeah <laughs> i can't wait till we do that dna test yeah, that's really going to be want. great. That's going to be like the best Christmas gift from me to me, from you to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is the thing. It's adulthood, you yeah. know? If you want something really bad, don't wait for someone to give it to you. Mm-mm. Give it yourself. Yeah. You can make yourself gifts. It feels good yeah. too. If you don't give yourself gifts, why is anyone else going to want to give you gifts? Follow by example. <laughs> and don't be fake about it. Yeah. Be like, yeah, I, I gave this to myself. Yeah. And then be like, ah. Like I worked hard for it and here it is exactly and we did it mm-hmm. so here you go I hope this episode helped you guys go through anything that you've been going through in your life I really hope a lot can resonate to you guys because we don't know you but we love you and we hope for the best for all of you guys and we really hope you're okay and you're seeking for the help that you want to seek and that all the people that wants the best for you is gravitating towards you and i hope you are talking to the lord it's weird at the beginning i mean trust me it was for me i'm like i feel like i'm talking to the wall i feel like i'm talking to the air and then the more you do it it feels amazing when you have no one to talk to or people who you know they just want understand you and then you just look up i like to look to nature i like to look to the clouds i like to be grateful i like to just like you know my brain feels weird and i know you know this but i know you also like that's usually how i start because it still feels a little bit awkward i'm like i know you know this and i know you know everything that happens to me but i also know you love when i tell you so here i go And that's how I started, you know? So be well, guys. Have a wonderful week. And download the shows and buy a Bible. It's gonna make you cry. It's just gonna make you cry. Like, I haven't cried in 10 years, 12 years. Guys, I can't stop crying. I can't stop getting emotional every time I watch this show. If you come into it with an open heart and an open mind, you're definitely not gonna leave the same. Yeah, and pray before, you know, or meditate. I mean, if you don't like the word praying, meditate and be like, I hope I get the understanding or Lord, please give me the understanding. Um, Show me what I need to see on this episode. Help the situations resonate on me. Have in mind, this is mostly through the point of view of the societies. And mm-hmm. that's how I started watching it. And it turned into something spiritual. It turns into me having a relationship with God. And I think that's very beautiful when you start seeing it in one way and it just turns on a whole like fire inside of you like una fogata entera en la playa que rico I miss that and then just go from there everything is gonna start flowing take care of yourself first respect yourself first this doesn't only go to women this goes to everybody yes everybody if you don't respect yourself don't expect people to respect R-S-P-E-C-T. yourself if you don't love yourself don't expect to me thank you Amen. <laughs> and I'll leave you with this one, guys. Have yeah. a blessed week and be with God. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Adios. Bye.